0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, December 12th. I'm Sarah Reith. The Board of Supervisors is looking for $6.1 million to balance its books for fiscal year 21-22 as costs and interest rates soar and sales tax decreases. The county reached a tentative agreement with its largest employee union for a 2% cost of living adjustment, which it might be able to fund with a pension reserve account the self-funded health care plan that was in place when the county racked up a $3.6 million deficit has now been swapped out for a pool plan that will require an increase in employee contributions. That's supposed to save the county $685,000 a year, but unknown future obligations are likely to be sizable. At last week's budget workshop, the board reviewed an analysis of the costs for building the new jail for mentally ill inmates, which includes millions in staffing. The board also heard a reminder that the county is still waiting on more than $9 million of COVID relief money promised by FEMA. That money's been borrowed from the Treasury, and the interest is not recoverable. And there's been no paper trail documenting the direction that former auditor Lloyd Weir allegedly received from the state controller's office in 2016, telling him the county should spend down the health care reserves by not paying into the health plan for three months out of the year or requiring employees to pay into it. Supervisor Ted Williams described the situation to Assemblymember Jim Wood last week and asked him for help from the state. Wood was noncommittal.
1: I don't know when I've voted on uh, balanced budgets in the past whether they were actually balanced. That's coming to light. We have health plan that was millions over, and uh, part of that was due to a holiday and I understand it was because we got a call from the state, the state said we had accumulated too much money, we needed to spend it down. I don't know what st- department of the state or why they would have done that by phone instead of a writing. Uh, this is the 1%, our finances are in such disarray. If I were in the state's position, I would be looking at this rural county thinking, we need to conserve them, clean up this mess and then give, them, give, give control back. Do you, do you have any thoughts on how we move forward? We don't have the local labor pool, we don't have the funds to hire the staffing. You know, we it sounds like we have an office that was based around paper and spreadsheets, not automated systems. And I think the, the board and staff want to move forward and uh, get our books in order, but we don't know how. We're happy to happy to work with you on that. Um, those are issues that we're you know becoming aware of. Um, I don't know where there is potential for state resources there, but but one of the things I'm always pushing or uh, in my role is uh, more technical assistance and support for rural counties.
0: Acting Deputy CEO Sarah Pierce told the board the county has received $9.1 million in COVID money from FEMA and is still waiting for the rest. Supervisor John Haschack questioned her and CEO Darcy Antle.
1: So that $9.4 million when it is received, it will come back into disaster recovery budget unit as the disaster recovery is currently sitting in a $10 million deficit. Okay, and so how does that deficit show up? Are, are we using reserves to cover that deficit at this point? I will have to uh, defer back to um, CEO Antle. I believe it is the same as what we
0: um, experienced with the health plan. I agree. If there's something different, if the disaster recovery uh, fund is handled differently, that would be a question for um, Auditor-Controller Shemise Kubison, but we believe we are being charged interest.
1: So we're borrowing the money from the Treasury? Correct. And we're paying interest to the Treasury? Correct. And so that interest won't be recoverable. The, when the FEMA finally pays us, it will just be the, the base pay.
0: Correct. The board learned that the new jail will cost the county $2.5 million a year in employee wages and benefits. General Services Agency Director Janelle Rao explained why expectations for ongoing facilities costs at the new jail have risen. We're moving towards a cost of ownership model versus the historical practice of of what is contained in the board's policy number 33 regarding facility maintenance. That policy, last amended in 2007, states that 70 cents per square foot is to be funded for future capital costs. The standards for the cost of ownership model, which includes a capital reserve that budgets for ongoing facilities upkeep, is closer to $3 a square foot. Projections under the new model are sobering and possibly more realistic. And what we've estimated now based on that expanded footprint would be an additional $175,000. Again, currently the board is not funding capital maintenance reserve. It's only funding is, is occurring on a project by project basis. Supervisor Dan jurdy argued for several belt tightening initiatives, including consolidating dispatch services, offering employees the option of a less comprehensive health care plan and unloading county parks.
1: How can we maintain the pretense that we're gonna keep these five or six county parks that are basically neighborhood parks, I think we need to set a schedule where in the next two to three years, a certain date and point in time, they will be offloaded. We will put them on the open market if no nonprofit steps forward, if no community service district steps forward, because we do not have the money to maintain our county roads.
0: The Budget Ad Hoc Committee, which consists of Supervisors Williams and Glenn McCordy, made several suggestions, including maintaining the current vacancy rate for non-mandated general fund positions except for those currently in recruitment, decommissioning services, including animal control on the coast, and increasing remote work to cut down on county-maintained office space. The budget workshop is on the agenda again for tomorrow's meeting. The board will also decide on whether or not to accept agreements with two employee unions. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.